Jake. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Thursday. Steve Sipple, Jake Swords in the early break. Fun show so far. You get the podcast at theticketfm.com. Mike Schaefer will be here shortly from 24-7 Sports. We'll talk all things NFL Draft with him. All and, things uh, NFL Draft. And Husker football. You'll know, you know, see what his thoughts on Arnold NFL Paul. Draft you know, tonight. You know, I saw that Mike Schaefer put out a crystal ball projection last night. We'll ask him about that. Okay, what was it? I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, let, we'll let him answer that himself when he's here, which will be shortly. 402-464-5685. We had some, we've had some good texts today. Um, you had a good text from your dad. Yeah. Should we? <laughs> <laughs> My dad was a victim of autocorrect this morning. I don't know if you can read this one. I don't think that I'd I can. I'd say don't. Just eat. Accidentally put a word before birthday today. Happy blank birthday. <laughs> Autocorrect. It happens. <laughs> that was hilarious. It's scary. I read it to you. You, you were cracking up. Oh, too. yeah. The text thing, and you have to be careful, and I have to be careful, because I've sent you texts that I thought, God, I hope that went to Jake and not somebody. Oh, uh, same. Oh. <laughs> same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really got it. But there's careful. also times where... Yeah, you will have a word in there, and it would just switch something else. Like oh, if, yeah. And, yeah, you know, yeah. if you're typing an email on your phone, yeah. like on your computer, it won't do that. Yeah. But on your phone... Yeah, you got to hey, double back. You got to reread. You got to reread. And I, I'm just trying to fire out emails. Like, oh, gosh, it, it changed it to a different word. Yeah. Now, now I, have, I misspelled the person's name because it thought it was something oh, okay. else. Yeah. And I've just lost all credibility because I didn't pay attention to detail. Although, although I did. Although people these days, I think, understand that it's... We're firing away a lot more from different from different forums, different your phone, your computer, whatever. You know, I think people are are not quite as stringent in their in looking at punctuation and spelling. Well, I wish that was not the case. I still think you're pretty good about it. Oh yeah, like your rundowns are generally flawless. I pride myself. In writing ability, Jake sends me rundowns every day and then prints them out for the morning. Yeah, so we and so we stay on track. They're usually we, pretty well written. Well, I, I write with I write in Jake style. Yeah, you do. You, you can see my you, you can you can yeah, see you how my brain works. Yeah, and these rundowns also appear in the podcast page, so people they copy and paste oh. the title and that, so they, they yes. can see that. Uh, yeah, so you have to write well. Yeah, I mean, you can't look like a dolt. Exactly. I want to look like want to look like a guy that's that's educated over here. Yep. That's smart. Appearances um, are important, Jay. Yeah, right. that, yeah they are. They, appearances matter, man. Appearances do matter. Yes, yes. So I had this on the rundown all week long. He never addressed it. We'll get it with Schaefer too in a second when he gets here. But I, I'm curious. Uh-huh. We talk about the NFL draft is tonight, and Nebraska has not had a first round pick since Prince of Mukamara in 2011. It's been 11 years since you've had a first round pick. So. There's Schaefer right there. My question was, 
is it more likely that Nebraska gets their next first-round pick off of a guy they develop as a freshman through it through his graduation, or is it through the portal their most likely next first-round pick? Is it obvious in that or not? No, it's not obvious. I mean, who, what are you doing? I mean, what are you talking about? Current roster guys. I mean, if you pl- if you go on defense, isn't the most likely next pick Quentin Newsom? A guy that was yeah came as a freshman here. Yeah, I think- I'm talking about first round pick. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You think he could be a first well? Round I don't pick? know if he can be a first round pick right now, but um, the next first round pick hard to say. I don't even know if I see a first round pick on the roster. Right that's now. why it'd be more likely for the portal than probably for you in that example. All right. Uh, we welcome in Mike Schaefer. Hello, Michael. Gentlemen. Oh, hang on. Got to turn his mic good. on. Now we're good. We're good? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, I had, I had the wrong microphone on. It's all right. It happens. I feel way further away from Schaefer than usual. Yeah, you're like tucked into the, the corner over there. Yeah, that's because he keeps hitting the, the headphone holder there. Yeah, that's new. New to the station. It's been there for about a month now, but he has hit New it. to me. Yeah, it's new for you. I've never actually seen headphones hung there. That's because so. you sit all you sit you sit where you're supposed to. You're in the proper spot. Sometimes. Sip likes to sit right in the middle of the desk and that's where the headphone holder is. He likes to be direct right. onto you. I'm changing. I'm changing. I, I get that, but I can see him through this little, you know, little what? Window. Window. Yeah, kind of a window. It's mm-hmm. not an actual window, but it's a, a window, window between microphones. That's right. You have to talk. The people are are not seeing us most. They, of well, them. they can see us, but They're not, not a lot of people street. aren't. Don't talk like they can see us. All right. Be mindful that we're on the radio. I am being mindful. <laughs> we squabble like an old couple. Yes, yeah, we do. That's, that's we're squab- we're squabblers here. <laughs> It's his birthday, though, so I'm being nice to him. I'm so the, many birthdays for Jake Sorensen around this yeah, time. Yeah, I, I told you yesterday. So my aware. my wife and dad. Yeah. Today is mine. It's, it's a crazy two day stretch. It's too much. It's too much. Well, is it too much, or can you just enjoy it? It's a lot of uh, a lot of celebrating. I get pretty tired at the end of tonight. Oh, tired I'm ready, of celebrating. ready for a break. What a cross to bear. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of partying too much. It's fine. It's the way it is. I'm too uh, much that, fun. Uh, Jake has avoided all the cake and everything that has been offered. I had a cookie yesterday. Oh, wow. A whole cookie. No, no cake yeah, yet, though. A, what kind of cookie? Oh, chocolate chip. I'm as basic as they come for, for cookies. And peanut butter cookies are good, too. So Ice cream with the cookie. No, that was separate. That was two different desserts. Yeah, one earlier, one tonight. Wow. And I know, guys. I, I went. I let went, his hair down a little I bit. I did. I, as I much let, as he can. I let my guard wow, down. Wow, I had some desserts. and 31. Yeah. That's what 31. You get a little crazy. 31 years old. That's me today. Yes. What did Eric say? Oh, bleep, bleep your, your birthday. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Uh, Schaefer, NFL draft. Starts today. Uh, sure you got does. three days. You got first round tonight, second and third rounds tomorrow, and fourth through seventh rounds on Saturday. I know we've talked about this before. You, you and I were both big, big, big draft nerds back when we were younger. Not as much now, but I'm curious compared to previous the previous couple of years. What's your excitement level for this draft compared to let's say two or three years ago? Uh, they're probably not all that different it's probably like right there around a two or a three at this point for me um which is still markedly higher than the entire spring game experience so just to to set a barometer here okay just so we know where the basement is (laughs) and how to stay out of it you know that's still several notches high you nailed the spring game by the way uh yeah well nailed it i'm glad other people are starting to come around a little bit it is indeed a practice yeah 
Yeah. That is what it has always been. <laughs> you, are, you are so right. The two or three for the draft, or will you have it on your big screen in your, tonight what, I will, in your new home? Tonight I will watch it. Yes, okay. it will It will make uh, – and actually, you know, because people really care about these things, I had scheduled something else for this evening that has been canceled, so it actually opens up. The doors Because open. I forgot about the draft being uh, today when I had scheduled this a couple wow, of weeks ago. You forgot so, the draft. Uh, well, just kind of forgot that you know Thursday is sort of the the opening of it. So uh, I'll I'll watch tonight, and then I'll certainly keep an eye on it on Friday and on Saturday. I don't have any like major plans, so it's not like I can't pay attention. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to sneak over to the hottest baseball team in the state. Hello, this weekend as they take on Iowa a couple times. Yeah, so, that's a big series. Um, it is. They they could really use a two two game. Uh, two of three win two of the three yeah. yeah this weekend but as far as the draft goes i mean i i think my biggest curiosity will be on day three with how many guys end up going i think nebraska has one guy my predictions i put in yesterday they have uh one person going in the first two days day two i see cam jurgens going somewhere in day two probably late second round i think yeah. at this point uh, and then Cam Taylor Britt could sneak into the bottom half of the third round. I think more likely he's fourth round. And then it gets kind of interesting because then it's sort of where do guys I, – I think JoJo Doman gets drafted. I feel I feel confident, 100% confident three guys will get drafted. But I think as many as five could in the right situations and, and those other two guys being Austin Allen and Samari Toure. And then several guys will have an opportunity for uh, undrafted free agency. Um, to to sign with teams, I think I think Ben Stilley is going to have like a three to five year career in the NFL, mm-hmm. and he won't be drafted. And we're going to do the whole thing we did with Luke Gifford, where we're sort of like, oh wow, look at this. Mm-hmm. And he just strikes me as one of those guys that's going to make a team, make a practice squad, work his butt off, and put himself in position to hang around for. He had to five. get looser in the hips, and I, I just I, I don't know if he did or not, but no, yeah. he. That was the thing I always would hear from the NFL types. Now, you guys are both, and I guess the projections, the projections suggest this. And I and so don't use that as your hesitancy with Austin Allen. What? Why? Why Jake is hesitant on Austin Allen getting drafted? Why are we hesitant it's on a, Austin? Allen? It's a deeper tight end class. Okay. Um, it's not like his production is so insanely high that the stats jump off. They don't. Uh, he's got one year of really producing like a, 38 a catches. top tier yeah. uh, tight end. I think the big reason why he would get chosen late versus fall to the undrafted free agent ranks will be because someone will want to protect that versus having to scrum for it. And I, I, I okay. look at the Vikings every year. They always take a tight end late in the draft. They love doing it. And I think a lot of NFL teams do because – those guys can either hang out on the practice squad or, you know, a third tight end on your roster is exactly what you want Austin Allen to be. Someone who can line up in your heavy formations. He can line up in the goal line. He's got the ability at six foot nine to be a bit of a matchup issue for you in the red zone. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a year or two to figure out if he can play in the other 80 yards of the field other than when you're in the heavy formation. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's why if I have confidence that Austin Allen will get drafted, it's because teams love taking those guys with late picks. Jake, he can catch. Well, I know that. We wish he got more targets in the red zone in his time at Nebraska. Sure. Watching his video that he put out the other day, and you just see the three touchdown catches, and one was against Minnesota, the first of his career. Yep. yep. 
where Nebraska or Nebraska magically remembered that it had Austin Allen at that point in time in 2020. And then the other two where the other one against Minnesota, the last one of his career, just watching that again, how did they not give him more opportunity last year? It's just damning. It is incredibly damning that someone that is that talented with that size, and then you see the catch he made against Minnesota, so he has the athleticism to fight for the ball. Oh, yeah. And he was given one opportunity to do that. I just don't know year. what those play calls one. were. One. Well, and, and some of it's on Adrian because his unwillingness sure. to do that. Yeah. And so it's not all Scott Frost, but no. I, I just know that <laughs> a different operation could have gotten him the ball more in the red zone. Well, they, Whipple's operation does well, emphasize that. You know, if, It if, emphasizes it. He would be really fascinating if he had come back for another year, yep. what he could have put up numbers-wise based on what Whipple has done with other tight ends. Right. Sean Beckton talked about it. Jake, I always try to keep Jake involved. Um, the <laughs> Sean Beckton talked about well, it, it is his birthday in the spring that that the tight end. This is a big Jake discussion. Jake discussion I, I, I love because he loves a tight end. I have begged for tight ends. Sean Beckton talked about the tight end being the first option much more often in Whipple's offense than it was in Frost. He said, I mean, he just said the words that the it's a first option much more often. He said we are always the third or fourth option in Frost offense. Yeah. That's Sean Beckton talking, not yeah. simple. And I I mean, I think that's going to be really interesting to watch. I could see Travis Vokalek having a nice year if he's healthy. I think A.J. Rollins showed us that he at least has the ability uh, to, to make plays in the air. Whether he can do everything else remains to be seen. Yeah. Uh, but from a pass-catching standpoint, I know there's confidence in what he can do there. A.J. Rollins. A.J. Rollins. Yeah, you were yeah. over that. In, I, 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 you well, were that, right about Rollins. Rollins looked good this spring. That first day back from the, the prolonged break in the middle where we had heard the – everyone who's anyone had heard the rumor about Thomas Fedoni at that point. Yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> Rollins came out and talked. Yeah. And then just talking to other people about him, uh-huh. it, it just sounded like he had really – uh, taking advantage of an opportunity. And, and he had one of the, the interesting quotes is he's sitting there during his spring break and he gets a phone call from Sean Becton. And Sean Becton's like, look, when you come back, you have to be ready to go. Mm-hmm. So he thought his spring was kind of going like this. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of it, all of a sudden, it's just like, Boom. you got to be up here mm-hmm. or just get the hell out of the yeah, way. They get the, yeah. Yeah. And I, that's kind of an interesting it approach. It is. That's that you know who else has that approach is Mickey Joseph. He had that approach with the three red shirt freshman receivers. Well, Hardy, Latrell Navelle, and Grimes. Yeah. He had to say oh, like a very similar quote. Well, and look, there's going to be him? some payoff on that too, I suspect. Mm-hmm. So, um that's That's pretty hardcore though, Jake. Well, it, it is and it isn't. I I think when you are sort of backs against the wall like they are at this point. You have to figure out who you're going to trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think A.J. Rollins, despite he still has a lot that he has to work on, at least earn the trust that he's someone the, that they they view differently now than they did maybe March 20th. There are people from Aurora listening right now, and they're saying, what the hell are you doing? Not Because we're not talking about Nate Bork, right. Richard? Yeah. yeah, he's going to be involved, too. Aurora's I mean, got all sorts of talent. they got Baylor Shireman from Aurora. they got Borkertcher. they got Austin Allen. they got two Borkertchers. Yeah. Ian was the number two center. I was going to say, the other one's the on the offensive game. line. Yeah. Ian. And, yeah. And then Nate. Nate of the three redshirt freshmen 
Borkutcher, Rollins, and James Carney. Actually, Nate was probably ahead of at the top of that list. Yep. At one point, Frost went so far as to say, we are highlighting Nate Borkutcher in the offense. Why are you snickering? I, did nothing, not, I didn't snicker You're at snickered. all. I didn't You're snicker. on camera I, I, snickering. No, that was uh, not a snicker. I, I didn't <laughs> snicker. Can I, can I know snickering a... over here? Can I throw a theory out? Yes. We'd like a theory. Uh, to, to you guys, it, it stems from you saying that Jake loves tight ends. Well, you don't have to. Now you're snickering. Yeah, you, I'm you, not. You snickered. I did. You that was definitely snickered. snickered. <laughs> that was not a snicker. That was. A I one time read. I one time yelled these mics and said, "Utilize the tight ends." Yes. Remember that? I screamed it. You did. You're looking I, off into the I distance. Did. My my running theory is pretty much anyone who watches football at a more than casual level okay. loves the tight end. Like it is. I think They're it is valuable. The most popular position for everyone to think that no one else likes it as much as they do. They're so valuable. That's a really good point. There's this mad scramble of people who want to be on the top of the mountain of they think the tight end is the best position, but it's really they're fighting literally everyone else. I, I will. I fight for the tight ends all the time. It's a great day. Yeah. I fight for I, People get more excited about tight end usage than they do almost any other thing. I, 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 I scream for on sure. these airwaves every year. You so, less tight ends. Right. I mean, I it, it might go backup quarterback and then tight, tight end as the two most right. popular things on the roster. Well, and then I, edge rusher. Because, yeah. because, Schaefer, I have seen the Nebraska offense stall out in the red zone so many damn times because they go. won't throw to the big guy. Look at look at Tom Brady's career. He threw to Rob Gronkowski all the time in the red zone. Tight ends score touchdowns in the red zone, and Nebraska just doesn't believe in that. And it throughout throughout college, Iowa, Nebraska, Iowa, Iowa throws that. their tight ends all the time in the end zone. He's looking off into the space, they're, you know, they're it's a boring offense. But guess what? They get to the red zone, yeah. they score, they score touchdowns with their tight ends because they're bigger. They can post up, and they they catch the ball. I think Schaefer was correct in saying Adrian was a part of the deficiency. His in unwillingness to throw into the end zone is a large part of all of this, which makes, I think, the Casey Thompson-Adrian thing fascinating to me because Adrian might be the better athlete and better runner, and yet I already feel more comfortable with a guy I've never really seen play. You've seen him, though. That's well, the thing. I've never seen play for Nebraska. Right. Inside 20 to go. And I, I suspect there will be a hell of a lot less quarterback blast on third and seven from the seven-yard line because the head coach won't be scared and the quarterback won't be scared to put the ball in the air. Yeah, that's fair. That's the hope. It's it actually fair. I mean, I, I, you know, and you know I'm a Just big go to the Purdue game. The Purdue right. game, right before half, they have the ball. They have an opportunity to do more than put a field goal up. It's third and seven from inside your own 10, and they ran a quarterback blast of a quarterback that had an ankle injury, a broken jaw, who knows whatever else, that was their play. I mean, that tells me everything. <laughs> In a game they had to win where they're up and a touchdown puts them well over the top, their play was to run their quarterback into the middle of yeah. their offensive line, Didn't which well. isn't good, yeah, by you the know way. What? You know what, though? I, I have to here. say, I have to say, I would be tempted to as a play caller. Let's just get Adrian running <laughs> on this one. 
Get Adrian on the run here. It's okay. I, mean, he I can see the temptation. I can it's, see the temptation. You know, he's, he's got a pretty pronounced limp there. Ah, Adrian up the middle. He's the big horse, man. He, he did have a pronounced limp against Purdue. I, in he fairness. Did. Yeah, he did. He, I guess with last year's offensive line, it felt like every play was a running play anyways. <laughs> like they had to run for your Because lives. of the pressure. So, I guess on one hand, he either knows he's always on the run. Back to throw. Oh, he's down the road now. I totally understand the temptation, though, yeah. with Adrian. It, it felt it, – Jake, and I would tell you, Jake, bad. there's no way the coach – I mean, the coaches want to score touchdowns. I mean, they want to get the ball to the tight end. They should then. Make it an emphasis. Yeah, I think so it's, it's, quarterback it's not discussion. as hard as it is. You would think they'd want to avoid kicking a field goal right. at all costs, given everything they watched last that year. That, too. But that was not true. They weren't actively avoiding the tight end is what I'm suggesting. I mean, there's nothing. Uh, he, he was tight end of the year in the conference, Austin Allen, but still the red zone. The was... red, I'm talking about the red zone, yes. But, well, he had 38 catches, more than any tight end in Nebraska history. Right, but not enough in the red zone. Absolutely. And you can't deny that. No, that's, I can't deny it. undeniable. That. No, it's not. Right. I would not try to deny it, even to you hear you, you just, yell. I could maybe deny it. I point the guy that's he's six foot eight. Yeah. You think you can outshow me? It's just a thought. It's just a damn thought. Before yeah. we go to break, I want to throw this out there. Do you? Would you be surprised if Samari Toure got drafted? No. Not surprised. Would you be surprised if Samari Toure got drafted? No. I, okay, there's a distinction to be made here. I'd be surprised if – I would not be surprised if he got drafted. I'll be surprised if he makes it a 53. Okay. Because it's so difficult. I went with uh, we went through this with not just I. We went through this with Westercamp and Bell. I, I, when they were trying to crack NFL rosters, it was striking to me. I was covering it, mm-hmm. and it was always striking to me how difficult it was. I looked at every, I was looking at all the rosters like for Westercamp and thinking, "Ooh, I don't know. That's six guys. Look at the six guys on." Tampa Bay. Look at the six guys at Cincy right yeah. now. I think it helps. It's his, really hard to crack the top six. Yeah, I think it helps. He's probably faster than both of those guys. Um, he had a more productive career than both of them, so that counts. I the picked FCS those two teams. out because those are the ones I remember always thinking, "Man, it's tough to crack these yeah. rosters." Man, well, I, I it's, be, he would beat Shafe though. You got to say, if he cracks it, he'll be fifth or sixth. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's not like uh, he's going to go be the number three somewhere. Right. Stanley around. Morgan's yeah. another great example, obviously. Well, and I – like, I think Stanley, I probably view higher than I do Samari Toure, actually. And, so, and look where he's at. Right. He, he's, he's had he's three NFL on, catches. He's hanging on to one of the best wide receiver rooms in the yeah, country. He's, yeah, he's got Jamar Chase and – Now, Boyd it wasn't that Higgins when he first there. ended up. No, 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 no. The That's what I'm saying. You guys would know even more than I would about – like some of the fives and sixes, I know are good. You guys would have a, a a more acute understanding of them. But I remember distinctly looking when Westerkamp wasn't making these teams, and then then he then he'd go try somewhere else, and I'd look at it and go, "Ooh, that's not going to be easy." Then I'd say, "Maybe if he went here, it'd be better." Nope, it wouldn't be better. It's very difficult. Because they don't keep many. They don't keep yeah. many receivers. Well, and if, if you're being kept and you're not one of the top four, you have to be a great special teams player. Absolutely. And, yep. and everything else. Yep. I think Toure, I'd be surprised if he's above the seventh round. I, I think he goes yeah, If he gets seventh. drafted, it's the last round. Yeah, if he goes six, I would be surprised. And I don't get, yeah. surpri- I get, I don't get surprised very often. Uh, before we get to break, we've got a call. Matthew and Hickman. Matthew, you're on early break. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, good morning, fellas. And happy birthday, Jake. Man, we appreciate you, brother. Thank you, uh, Matthew. We do. So I, 
I should have a draft question so I don't feel like a complete idiot and trying to sidetrack you. So a two-parter here, if you get to it, great. If not, you know, I'll make up my own answer for you. So do you guys think Aiden Hutchinson's still going to go first, or do you think he's dropping? It's it's one of those seasons, right, where we're day of, so you hear all these things that probably might be true, probably not be true. But uh, secondly, I haven't heard – from very many media guys about a locker room dude this year at the Huskins, at the Huskers, right? I mean, last year we had like Austin Allen and Adrian, I'm assuming. You sip, I know you and I are on the same page. He was a locker room dude from my understanding, but who's going to be our, who's going to be our guy that steps up and, and takes control of the, the locker room? Garrett I appreciate Nelson. You, Thanks, Thank Matthew. You. Garrett Nelson. Definitely Matthew. on defense, Garrett Nelson. Yeah, Garrett Nelson, Matthew. Um, that's the name. And, and you would, know what, Schaefer? I think – I think it's not just a defensive discussion. I For think the he, team? Yeah, team. I would suspect that Casey Thompson has already earned a fair amount of respect amongst the offense. Um, some of that, though, is because there's a whole bunch of moving pieces there, and he's the quarterback, and so that that's always a big part of it. Regarding Hutchinson, I think sec- I told you second at worst. Aiden Hutchinson, he asked about second that. at worst. You don't think if he's, he's not, fallen? If he's not going first. He's going to be drafted by the Lions at two. Right? I don't want that. It's a dangerous happen. thing for you to say with that much conviction. I'm I'm convicted. You heard it here right now. Aiden Hutchinson does not go worse than two. If the Lions stay at two, I've that seen you convicted. Issue. That's the big two. Uh, more next is Mike Schaefer. Just hope it's not um, a felony. Early break in the ticket. <laughs>